Hi, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Or if it's your first time here, then thank you for joining us. This is the Doula's Guide to dot 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 with me, Meg, also known as the Dungaree Doula. It's the podcast where we talk about all things pregnancy, birth and postpartum. My aim is to share unbiased information to ensure you head into parenthood feeling confident in the informed choices you've made for yourself and your baby. If you missed the first couple of episodes and would like to know more about me, then go and check out episode one for a little introduction and a big chat on hypnobirthing and the following episodes for some great birth preparation. This episode's all about breathing techniques that you can use for your birth. I thought it'd be a nice follow-on from our episode on pain relief as we discussed breathing techniques and hypnobirthing tools, but we didn't really go into any further detail. So in this episode, I'll talk you through them, give you some space to practice and let you know how you can utilise them in birth, parenthood and just in life in general. So let's get into it. Enjoy. So to start with, I know that there's like a misconception that hypnobirthing is all about breathing your baby out and that people think that it's just a lot of bullshit and it's really unrealistic. Um, And I have two problems with that. So firstly, hypnobirthing is so much more than that. It's got a bit of a rubbish name. It doesn't really tell you anything about it. So bugbear number one is that it's not just breathing techniques at all. But my main problem, problem number two, is that people literally scoff when you tell them that breathing techniques are quite incredible or that you did breathe your baby out. And it's not unrealistic. Lots of people do go through birth with nothing but these tools. I personally breathed both of my babies out. I had no pain relief except for a couple of puffs of gas and air the first time around. Um, But then I was like, I can't be bothered with this (laughs) and just sort of like chucked it on the bed. And both times... I just use breathing techniques. That's all I use to get me through. So they're not to be underestimated at all. They really can transform your birth experience. And I know that that's not the case for everybody. Some people will need or want other forms of pain relief or to utilize different coping mechanisms and stuff like that. And that's fine. But please, please, please don't dismiss how valuable breathing techniques can be for helping you ride the sensations of labor. And to be clear, when I say I breathed my baby out, that doesn't mean that I was silent with this sort of picturesque environment that was really serene. Like the first time I was on a labour ward in a bright room and it was so far removed from your typical hypnobirthing imagery. And I'd done hypnobirthing and I'd planned to have this really stereotypical hypnobirthing room and it didn't work out that way. I was on a labour ward with really bright lights. It was like 8.30 in the morning. Um, The sun was shining through the windows. I didn't have a chance to get any of my things out. But I still breathed that baby out. And then the second time I was at home and it looked a little bit more like a hypnobirthing sort of birth, I guess. But both times I breathed my baby out, but also roared my baby out. So again, people think that if you're breathing your baby out, it's going to be really calm and serene. And it does make you feel calmer, but that doesn't mean that it's not still primal and that you're not still sort of roaring with every contraction like I dread to think what my neighbors thought was going on but I was still in control through my breathing and through my mindset and the two of those things they go hand in hand so that's why I've made this episode all about breathing and it kind of yeah follows on from the pain relief episode and from the positive birth mindset episode so why do breathing techniques help us out so much when we're in labor quite a lot of reasons so breathing techniques are like I said just absolutely incredible and they can have so many different positive impacts on our body on our mind on our well-being so they can affect our mental state if you know anything about birth or if you've listened to the positive birth mindset episode of this podcast you'll know that being in the right headspace for birth is so 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 important for labor to progress as it should When we're relaxed and we're calm, the hormones that we need for birth can just flow really freely. But when we're scared or we're panicking, we release the hormone adrenaline. 
which can slow down or stall or even stop our labor. So utilizing breathing techniques, ones which lengthen our exhale, can physically relax our bodies and our minds, which can help labor to continue effectively. They can also energize us and improve our cardiovascular system. So this in turn can mean that more oxygenated red blood cells are being diverted to our uterus, which helps to stimulate it to contract because what our uterus needs to contract is oxygenated red blood cells and oxytocin, the hormone we get from being calm. So our breathing techniques are literally helping us to have a more efficient labor. They can release muscle tension. And I think I spoke about this in a previous episode. I'm not 100% sure. I think I did. But when our muscles are more tense, they feel more pain, they feel more painful. So helping them to relax makes the whole experience of labor a lot more comfortable. And finally, they can help to calm and soothe the nervous system. And the nervous system controls our initial response to labor and everything that happens throughout it. So when these responses are stimulated by calmness and feeling relaxed, then you guessed it, labor progresses more easier, more efficiently. So the first technique that I want to teach you is, in my opinion, the holy grail of breathing techniques for birth, birth, but also just general life. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. I use this breathing technique sometimes multiple times a day. Like, if I'm having a really, really stressful day with the kids, this breathing technique gets used, yeah, multiple times a day. So in hypnobirthing, it's generally referred to as up-breathing. So you might have heard people talk about up-breathing. Some practitioners call it chilled out breathing. Um, It has lots of different names depending on sort of who you trained with or who's teaching you it. But we'll call it up breathing for the sake of this podcast. I think that's probably like its most popular name. So it's really, really simple. You just breathe in for four counts through your nose and you breathe out for eight counts through your mouth. So we'll practice it together in a minute. So don't get like really bogged down trying to practice it right now Um, while you're listening. We'll go through it together in a minute. But yeah, it's in for four through your nose and out for eight through your mouth. So this up breathing is used for during contractions or surges or waves or whatever you're calling them. But you use it when you're having them. And it's really, really helpful for managing all of the sensations that come with the contraction. So as soon as you feel it starting to sort of rise up, it's hard to describe. But when you have a contraction, you feel it sort of rise and then it peaks in intensity and then it starts to fall. As soon as you feel it starting to rise, you can start this breathing pattern and it makes everything feel more manageable for all the reasons that we just discussed. So relaxing your muscles, calming the nervous system, all of that sort of stuff. It's really, really helpful for us to just feel like the contraction is less painful and to make it feel more manageable. But personally, my favorite thing about this breathing technique, and this won't be the same for everybody, but something that I always like to share because I found it so helpful in both of my labors was that this is amazing for your mindset. So when you breathe in for four and you breathe out for eight, that's about 12 seconds, right? But we're breathing slowly. So it probably actually takes about 14 or 15 seconds to do this full breath. Your contractions last roughly between 45 seconds to a minute, which means that you only need to do three or four of these really big deep breaths and then your contractions over like you've got through it so tell yourself that honestly it's all that I did so you can do anything for four deep breaths like anything in the world that you can imagine is manageable for four deep breaths right and it makes it just feel so much better if you get to the beginning of that contraction you start to feel it rise and you go right four deep breaths and then this one's over and in your brain you're like oh yeah, that's okay. Rather than thinking, oh my God, here comes another painful contraction. It's going to be horrible. If in your head you just go, 
right, it's coming, let's do four deep breaths and then it's done. Then it's another one down. So you take one big deep breath and you're like, right, one down, three more to go. You take another deep breath and it's like, oh, we're halfway through already. And at this point you've hit the peak as well. So it starts to wind down after that. And you're just like, phew, we did it. It wasn't that bad. We've done like three or four deep breaths and that's it another contraction down and one step closer to meeting my baby and if you just keep telling yourself all of these things even if the contractions are feeling a bit shitty if they are kind of hurting a little bit like that's fine because they're hurting but you're going right I'm just going to focus on my breath and then I know that after I've done this one it's going to start to fall it's going to be easier so it's a really really incredible mindset tool and distraction technique as well as all of the other incredible benefits that you reap purely from using it I hope that makes sense and you understand what I'm trying to get um, across there. I realized it was like a weird way to explain it. But yeah, I just find the mindset and the distraction side of this breathing technique so, so, so helpful. I, yeah, I used it throughout birth of my labors and I absolutely loved it. Every time I felt a contraction, I'd be like, right, come on, we can do this. Four big deep breaths. And then, yeah, by the time you've done the second one, it's already starting to sort of die down. So it feels a lot easier from that point anyway so really you've just got to get through the two big deep breaths and then you're like phew right let's see what where this goes now so we're going to practice it together and I would encourage you to keep practicing it throughout pregnancy so that like you've already got to grips of it before birth and your body knows that this is the breathing that we do when we want to focus and relax and then when you go into birth and you start to use it your body's like already got an association with it so it's really helpful to use it throughout pregnancy I think um I read recently that therapists use this technique with clients who are suffering from anxiety. So it's a really great tool to have for any sort of stressful situations that you might be in too. So if you have like a difficult midwife appointment or a difficult consultant appointment, if you're struggling to sleep or you're struggling with any pregnancy aches and pains, then give this a try in those situations and get used to using it and reaping the benefits of it before you go and use it during your labour. So to practice, I'm going to count you through a couple of rounds of this breathing technique. So remember, it's in for four through your nose and out through your mouth for eight. And one last thing, and we will practice it in a second. If you're at the stage of pregnancy where breathing isn't your strong point because your baby's pushing up to your ribs, then shorten the exhale a little. Go maybe in for three, out for six or in for four, out for six. As long as the exhale is longer than the inhale, then you're on the right track. You'll still be able to get all of the benefits from it. And then once you go into labor, your baby will drop and you'll find it easier to take big, deep breaths. So you will be able to utilize in for four, out for eight in most cases when you're in labor. But right now, if that feels unmanageable, then don't do it. Do three for three to six or four to six. Before we start, sorry, we are going to start. I want you to think about how you feel now. Do you feel quite relaxed already or do you feel a little bit manic or a little bit stressed or a little bit fed up? Think about how you feel now and then we'll check in again after we've tried it. So make sure you're somewhere where you can take these deep breaths, but they are safe to do anywhere. It's not like sometimes when you're meditating or you're doing specific techniques, you need to sit down or you need to lay down. You can do this while you're out walking or you're at work or wherever you are and um, they're completely safe. Let's get into it. Ready? In, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight. In, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's it. That was four deep breaths. That's probably how long your contractions are going to last, if not a little bit longer. They're probably going to be shorter than that. That was probably a little bit longer than how long they'll be. And that was like no time at all, right? It was just four really refreshing, really nourishing deep breaths. So you can do this. You can get through these contractions using this technique. And think about how do you feel now? Do you feel a little more relaxed? Do you feel a little refreshed or refocused or just a little bit calmer? I really hope so. But if not, it can take up to three minutes to feel the full effect of this technique when you first start trying it out. But the more you practice, the easier and the quicker it'll be to unlock all of the benefits. So just keep going with it. Like I said, make sure you keep practicing as much as you can throughout pregnancy. And now we've got that one down, I want to talk to you about down breathing. Um, again, this is sometimes referred to as birth breathing or it has like different names, but I think just for the sake of this, we'll go with up breathing and we'll go with down breathing. So this is a breathing technique for the second stage of labor. So the bit where your body starts to push your baby out. So your contractions change from sort of the upwards motion of trying to put pressure on your cervix to make it thin out and dilate to being completely expulsive to try and get your baby out. So as I mentioned in the stages of labor podcast, uh, this stage of labor is so, so, so instinctual and primal. And the best thing you can do is to just follow your body. It's very animalistic and you'll be guided into like the positions that you need, the sounds you need to make, the movements that you need and the breathing that you need in most cases will just come to you without much thought or much focus. If you've never given birth before, that's probably quite difficult to imagine right now. But my biggest bit of advice for this second stage of birth, the second stage of labor, is to just surrender to what your body is asking for and just go along with it, as long as you still feel good, obviously. But if you're doing all of that and you feel really in control of everything, but you want something to focus on, then damn breathing might be for you in that situation. And also, if you are following your instinct, but you just feel like your breath's getting away with you or you need something to help it along, then again, down breathing might be for you. So if you're following your instinctual breathing pattern, it's likely you'll end up doing this or some sort of similar variation of this anyway. So again, don't get too bogged down on it, but it can be handy if you need it. I also want to mention that if up breathing, the one we've just done, the in for four and out for eight, is working really well for you during this second stage of labour, then just carry on with it. Like there are no rules, it's about what feels good. So I know for me personally, especially in my second labour, I ended up using up breathing the entire way through. Things had happened quite fast and I was really getting on with it and just instinctually I just carried on doing it. So if that's the same for you, don't feel like, oh, there should be a massive distinction between the two stages. There shouldn't. It really is about what works for you. So in this stage of labour, the second stage of labour, we really want to focus on relaxing and loosening our jaw and our shoulder area because this area correlates to our pelvic floor. So when we keep our jaws and our shoulders and our face really loose and relaxed, we in turn relax our pelvic floor, which makes it like easier for baby to descend and for baby to work its way out of. 
So with that in mind, down breathing or birth breathing consists of taking a really short, big, deep breath in through your nose. So it would just take a couple of seconds, something like this. I hope you can hear that. (laughs) Um, And then you breathe it out really slowly, really controlled. And as you breathe out, you focus on breathing it down. So you have to focus on pushing that breath down your body. So you won't be pushing your baby out. It's not like on TV where people are going, ah, push, and you're gritting your teeth, and you're putting loads of pressure into pushing your baby out. We don't want to do that. Our bodies push our babies out without any effort from us. The less we can do to create tension, the better. But you do want to focus on pushing that breath down. So it's a completely separate thing. You're not doing anything physically with your body to create tension. You're just breathing out and imagining that breath traveling down your body. It can be hard to imagine. And again, this can be hard to imagine if you've never given birth before, but I have heard people mention practicing this when you go for a poo. And I'm not going to lie, it is kind of a similar sensation going for like a poo and the second stage of labor. Loads of people in labor go, oh, I really feel like I need a poo. And actually it's just their body starting to push their baby. So if you really want to practice and you're going for a poo, you can practice it then. But yeah, You really just want to focus on keeping your lips and your jaw really loose and pushing that breath down and out for around six to eight seconds. If you want to count and you're liking the distraction of the counting and you're liking the sort of mindset stuff that counting allows, then count it out for, yeah, six, seven, eight seconds. But if not, just blur this breath out and just do it for as long as you can. And again, this works to keep our bodies really supported and really relaxed and works for our mindset. So just four of these big controlled breaths and the contractions completely over with. Sometimes people find it helps to do like horse lips. So like puckering their lips and pushing the breath out through them. So I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to do it so you can hear the noise that I make and hopefully you'll see what I'm doing. So it's a bit like this. You would go like, surely you know what I'm doing to make that noise. Some people like to do that. So you take the big deep breath in like a and then breathe it out like this. Some people like to be really vocal when they do this. So like vocalizing at this stage can be really, really helpful. And because again, when you're vocalizing, all your vocal cords are relaxed. So really helpful for relaxing the pelvic floor area. So you can be really, really noisy at this stage. That's completely fine. It's going to help release the tension. Just make sure you're not screaming and tensing up or gripping or clenching teeth or anything like that. Let that noise just out and let the tension go with it. So yeah, you can use these breathing techniques alongside making any noise you need to. It's not one or the other. Just take that big, short, deep breath. And then as you're breathing that breath out, you can moan, you can groan, you can scream, you can shout. I did a mixture of all of those things. I needed both. I needed to breathe. The breathing kept me sane, but the groaning and the shouting felt really cathartic. So breathing your baby out, birthing your baby, it doesn't have to look calm and relaxed. It can look really wild and loud. It's about how it feels for you. So I won't count you through this one practicing it because if you listen to this in public, you're not going to start doing this, are you? (laughs) You're going to look daft. Like I'm sat at home completely by myself and I feel daft of making those noises on a podcast. So so I won't make you do it in public, but go home and give it a little practice if you want. Get familiar with it. And then if you do want to use it in labor, you've got it at your disposal. You don't have to think too hard about it. There are some other breathing techniques that different hypnobirthing schools teach, different doulas, different antenatal teachers, etc. They all vibe with different ones. There are other distraction tools that you can use, different breathing techniques for in-between contractions as well. 
But I don't want to give you too much to go with now. I just want to start with these two because they're the main ones and they're the ones that you're mainly going to use. I've never supported anyone who's used any of the other fancy ones that you can use in between contractions or anyone like that. None of my clients have used them. Uh, I've never been at a birth for somebody that's used them. I haven't used them. So I do feel like you can kind of overcomplicate it if you start working with too many. But if you just go home and start practicing up breathing and down breathing, then you've got something to use, something that you can utilize, something that's going to really help you to manage however you give birth. And I hope they help you as much as they help me and as much as I've seen them help my clients. I've been at birth with clients who have totally lost control because some sort of circumstance has happened that's been beyond their control. And then I've seen them just regain it in an instant through focusing on their breath and getting back into that headspace that that gives you. It really is incredible. It's almost instantaneous. So really do not underestimate them. And one final point I want to mention is that if you find these breathing techniques are not enough and you require stronger coping mechanisms or pain relief, then that's not because you're weak or you're a failure or anything like that. The way that we all experience labour is completely different. And the way that the sensations feel are based on a variety of different factors, some that we can control and some that we cannot so, for example, if you're being induced, it's highly likely that your contractions will hurt a lot more than someone who's not being induced. And the breathing techniques alone might not be enough. They probably won't be enough. And that's OK. You don't win any awards for breathing your baby out. I'm simply sharing these techniques and these tools because I want everyone to experience the benefits of them if you want to use them. And I hope that they can help you deal with labor or even just parts of labor in an enjoyable and powerful way. So like you could use these just for the first stage of labor. And then as things start to get more intense, maybe then you do move on to trying gas and air or even an epidural or anything like that. Whatever you want, whatever you need, that's absolutely fine. But practicing these breathing techniques are going to help because even if they only help at the beginning, they're still helping you to progress. So definitely go away, start doing some practice, start imagining using them start visualizing using them teach them to your birth partners so your birth partners can remember because again if you go out of the zone it can be hard to get back into it but if you've got a supportive birth partner around that can go look just breathe i'll count it with you and then they can count it or they can model it to you then that's really helpful too so definitely teach it to birth partners make sure they're really on board with helping and reminding you to just step back and just breathe so that's it. I do hope that that was helpful and that you can utilize these techniques during your pregnancy, uh, during your birth and beyond. Honestly, up breathing, absolute life changer. So as I mentioned, I use it all the time. It's such an incredible tool for feeling stressed out with parenting, with breastfeeding, with being touched out, with anxiety. So get to grips with it and see if it can help you too. If you did find this helpful, then please do let me know. And if you have any more questions, then come hang out on Instagram where I'm at the Dungaree Doula. If you want to get started on your birth preparation, then I offer a birth preparation and hypnobirthing masterclass for just £18.50, which you can download right now and work through in your own time because it's all pre-recorded. So I'll leave a link to that in the show notes below. I also obviously offer hypnobirthing doula and virtual doula services. All of the information on those can be found via my website, which is also linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do stick around, like, follow and subscribe or even leave a little review if you don't mind. That would be very, very helpful. See you next week. Bye.